circle, yes, we rotate. 360 degrees, high, high, 360 degrees, high, high, 306, 306, 360 degrees, high, high, Good evening, everyone, and welcome again to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine produced by members and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program, broadcasting from right here at KPFA in Huchin, occupied Ohlone territory, also known to settlers as Berkeley, California. Tonight, we'll hear from the Quinto family out here in Antioch. It's been six months since Angelo Quinto was killed by the Antioch Police Department, and the family says they are not being treated fairly and information from police is not forthcoming. On tonight's show, we'll hear sounds from a rally held on the steps of the Antioch Police Department this past Wednesday. We'll also be featuring music from Justice for Angelo, Justice for All, the six-track EP released on Beat Rock Records to support the Justice for Angelo and Justice for All movement. That's tonight on Full Circle. I am your host, Freewill and Franklin, coming to you from downtown Antioch. This is Bay Miwok territory. Keep it locked right here to KPFA. All right, again, welcome to Full Circle, the weekly show produced by apprentices and graduates of the First Voice Apprenticeship Program. My name is Free Will and Franklin, and I am your host tonight, and I'm also a graduate of this program. Tonight, we're going to flash back on the week with the family of Angelo Quinto, who laid his ashes to rest on Wednesday in Antioch. The Justice for Angelo Quinto Facebook page says... Angelo Quinto, a resilient son, brother, friend, dreamer, artist, philosophizer, believer. Rest in peace, rest in power. We will fight for you. Angelo Quinto will not be forgotten. His ambitious nature, his abundance of creativity, and his loving support are among the many things that those close to him will miss the most. Angelo Quinto's heart stopped beating on December 23rd of 2020 while at home and under police custody in front of his family. He was declared dead in the hospital on December 26th of 2020. His death is still under investigation. The family is also still waiting on autopsy results. They believe he died of positional asphyxiation while in police custody. Tonight, we will hear speakers from a rally they held on the Antioch Police Department steps Wednesday evening. But we're going to kick off the show tonight with one of the tracks off the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All EP. This is G. Yamazama and Power Struggle with their track, People. Then we'll hear from the stage at Wednesday's event. And just a warning to our listeners, the testimony is very emotional. Thank you. 
For my people, we see you from down south to the bay, from New York to LA, from Mama to the grave. For my people, we need you from down south to the bay, from New York to LA, from Mama to the grave. Angelo Quinto, 30 years old, a Navy veteran, kind, intelligent, whole life ahead of him, a victim of violence inflicted by cops. System demands that you're silent and watch another brother get shot or knee to the neck. Serve and protect sounds more like a threat by the boys in blue, so we sing these blues. Build and move to abolish this crude and corrupt. They keep killing our folks. This is for the families of the victims they broke. This is for the people they gun and choke. I can't breathe. Last words they spoke. For my people, we see you from down south to the bay, from New York to LA, from Mama to the grave. For my people, we need you from down south to the bay. To the grave, we blossom through pain like flower and vase, like sparkling daylight. Stars splitting through the dark, the drama of a life. Most of us just trying to work through the stage fright. Yeah, how many lives they gonna take? Like, write it off as mistake, like, it's your take right. It's why when we talking race, it's something we don't take. Like, all 50 states dealing with similar case, like, it's your pace right. They ain't your face, like, yeah. We gon' make it real clear, we ain't going nowhere, yeah, we all still heroes. For my people, we see you from down south to the bay, from New York to LA, from Mama to the grave. For my people, we need you from down south to the bay, from New York to LA, from Mama to the grave. Hi, everybody. Can you hear me? First off, I just want to say thank you, everybody, for coming out. Today is a really important day. Today is the six-month anniversary of Angelo Quinto's passing. And so we're really, really happy that so many people came out. And today is going to be an important day to have some discussion about what has happened and what hasn't happened in the last six months. So today, we were able to have Angelo's inurement. And um, the family and some friends were able to put his ashes to rest right here in Antioch. And so it is important you know, that we acknowledge that it is really the day, to the day, six months. Six months ago, the anniversary, this is the anniversary of Angelo's passing. And so we'll take a moment of silence for Angelo um, and just take a moment to breathe with each other and to think deeply about what has happened to Angelo Quinto. So if we could just take a moment right now of silence. This moment of silence allows us to breathe together. And for six months, um, many of us have been breathing together and we have become family with the Kinto family and we have become friends and um, we're here today because we continue to support
the Kinto family in this struggle. And so even though we took this moment of silence, today is really not about silence, but it's about breaking the silence. Yeah. And, and you probably all know, because you wouldn't be here today, that we have not been silent for the last six months. We've been very, very, very vocal. And what's really important is that we need to make sure that we are not silent about this and that we end the cover-up. Like right now, we all know, we've been all feeling it. Like we need to end this cover-up. So, just so we all know, my name is Allison Tintianco Kubales. I'm a professor at San Francisco State. Um, I'm one of the organizers in the Justice for Angelo Quinto Justice for All campaign. Our coalition is here, um, and we're really supporting the family. And this is, an, this is a family event. This was, this was organized by the family. And so we want to honor their wishes and their demands, and we're going to talk through that today with all of you. So I'd like to begin by bringing to you um, the mother of Angelo Quinto, Cassandra, Cassandra, Cassandra Quinto Collins. Thank, thank you guys for, <laughs> sorry, for coming and supporting us. Today marks six months since Angela's life was taken after enter officers knelt on the back of his neck. I was there watching. <laughs> And the date he was finally laid to rest. <laughs> Still, we have not received critical information on the cause of death or the investigations underway. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. Take your time. Sorry. It's been six months since the terrible night, and I have spent many sleepless nights trying to make sense of what happened. How in a matter of minutes, I went from hugging him to watching his lifeless body on the floor. There are still no answers to the most basic questions regarding what happened. Where is the coroner's report? What has happened in the DA's investigation? Why has no public inquest been scheduled? All he needed was a hug. Now we need answers. We're going to share with you some of the many important questions that we're seeking answers from the Antioch Police Department, the District Attorney's Office, and the Coroner's Sheriff's Office. We demand that these critical questions 
regarding me answered. Thank you. This is, it's not easy to watch, Cassandra. Um, it, and it's not easy for anybody in this family. And so I just, I want to acknowledge like that this is not meant to be a display of performance. This is like real, you know? And um, it's really important to acknowledge the pain and the harm and the violence um, that this family has experienced and our community has experienced. Welcome back. This is Full Circle on 94.1 FM KPFA. My name is Free Will and Franklin, and I am your host tonight. And that voice you just heard was Allison Tintianco Kubalis of the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All Coalition. She was the MC for the speak out held on the steps of the Antioch Police Station this past Wednesday. Before Allison, we heard some very moving and heartfelt testimony from Cassandra Quinto Collins. She is the mother of Angelo Quinto. And just for those that aren't aware, Angelo Quinto was a young man killed by Antioch police in his own home. The family feels Angelo died of positional asphyxiation while being held on his stomach with his hands cuffed behind his back. Officers bent and held Angelo's legs back also, while another officer applied his knee to the neck and back of Angelo. After at least four minutes in that position, Angelo became unresponsive. When a medical team arrived, they performed chest compressions and CPR to try and revive Angelo at the house. Angelo never regained consciousness. He laid in a hospital where three days later they pronounced him dead. Of course, the police are not taking responsibility for Angelo's death and have not been transparent and forthcoming with vital information concerning how Angelo died. Now that the six-month anniversary of Angelo's passing, the Quinto family is demanding answers. We're going to take another music break, and when we, and when we return, we'll hear more moving testimony from the Speak Out in Antioch. And we're going to keep the music coming from the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All EP. This is Noise by Bamboo. Hey, yo. What is that? What? What is that? What is that? Is that noise? He said he can't breathe. The man can't breathe, huh? He said he can't breathe, yo. The man can't, huh? Of course police gon' say it ain't excessive They said Noni was applied to the neck But I don't get it If asphyxiation is the cause of death of my brother Handcuffed and is witnessed by his uncles and his mother And he died from being strangled Three days later But Noni was applied to man's neck on paper That make as much sense as a half a penny That's why I stay abusing Bud like Kelly I'm all edgy, yeah I've been in this fight for quite a long minute Since LA 92 That's a really long minute Where the black is George Floyd The Filipino is Kinto this goes out to all the people we've lost to the post roll The Jake 12, 50 at one time They gon' try and press you just as sure as the sunshine So I suggest, no, I insist that you get your Asian ass up and start to resist Don't go crying about the hate to your ethnicity, homes. You had opportunities to scrap with enemies, homes. The culprit of the real defamation of a people 
The Kung Fu talking is from China type people. <laughs> Don't mistake a crime of need with a crime of hate. That punk police who killed Angelo, that's the face of hate. Rally round the family, link this family with that family. To f it up so badly that they gotta listen to us chanting. Angelo. Justice for Angelo! Justice for Angelo! Justice for Angelo! Justice for Angelo! Welcome back to Full Circle right here on 94.1 FM KPFA and KPFA.org. That song you just heard was Noise by Bamboo, a Filipino-American community activist and obviously a rapper. He's from Los Angeles, California. And he is a leader in beat rock music who released the Justice for Angelo and Justice for All EP. And just a heads up to you all, I will post a link to the playlist so you can listen to these songs when you want to. I'll post that on our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show tonight. Now, coming up next, we're going to return to the stage at the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All Speak Out and Rally on the steps of the Antioch Police Department. In this next clip, you'll hear first from family friend David Hoschild, then Angelo's sister, Bella Quinto Collins. Following Bella will be Robert Collins, Angelo's stepdad, then Angelo's auntie, Diana Puente. Thank you so much. I'm David Hochschild. I'm a friend of the Quinto family. I just want to say that when these things happen, it's very easy for the victim's family to feel alone. And you're not alone. We're all here with you. You're not alone. And I would just invite everyone at the end of this to, if you, if you wish, to come give Sandra a hug. And, and just let her know you love her, you're with her, because we're all in this together. Um, that night on December 23rd, I just want to remind everybody, Angelo was not um, resisting the officers. He had not been using drugs. He did not have a weapon. He was not making threats. He was complying with the officer's order. This young man should still be alive, like so many others. And what happened after that was also egregious. He was killed, but then the police misled his family, wouldn't give him access. Sandra couldn't get access to her son in the hospital. Um, they said he's going to be okay. Uh, they have obfuscated, you know, since then there's a report, an investigation that's now six months. You know, we're waiting for it. They haven't even interviewed her yet. And, you know, we're sitting here six months later. You know, justice delayed is justice denied. And so Antioch Police Department needs to get their act together. This is not acceptable. This is not acceptable. And we are going to stay on it. And I want to give special tribute to the mayor and his colleagues of the city council who are making change. We've had, I think, good progress on the policy side, getting body camps mandated and, uh, you know, military surplus equipment, you know, banned from being sold to the police department and, and mental health response. And we've introduced now at the state legislature the Justice for Angelo Quinto Act, which will permanently ban in the state of California the knee to neck positional asphyxia hold. We're going to get that done. So those are policy changes. That's positive. But this investigation, justice in this case, has not happened yet. 
And so we owe it to the Quinto family and to the city of Antioch to get this done and, and really showcase, because I think the goal here is actually for Antioch to be a model, right? And shine a light. Like, let's make something positive happen out of this tragedy. And let's do it together. Thank you. Hello, yes, thank you for coming. Um, just to add really quickly to the legislation side of things, we're also in very strong support of AB 988. Um, yes. Yeah, advocating non-police responses to mental health crises and emergencies. Um, but I'm just gonna say that after the incident on December 23rd, the Antioch Police Department issued a felony search warrant in order to search our home a warrant against my brother and for more than eight hours uh, they searched and searched his room left it really awful um, and there was no basis for this search because he didn't commit a crime he was he was experiencing an acknowledged mental health crisis um, yes a medical call and um, we are just wondering why there was a search done at all, um, what they hoped to find from that search, um, and additionally items were taken from the house during the search that have not been returned to our family. So we're, we're also wondering why they're keeping those items still six months later without a peep and um, when they will be returned. We're still paying for his phone which he got, which was new. Um, I guess that's just another fact. But um, yeah, I'll turn it over to my dad now. Hi, oh, uh, I'm Robert Collins, um, Angela's stepdad. I just want to uh, first just say thank you to uh, Councilmember Torres Walker and the mayor for. Uh, being receptive and, and, and being here to listen to our demands uh, for the city and, and for the changes that they have carried out. Um, you know, these are important changes that will, s they, they will help other people not be in this situation. Um, and I want to also uplift and, and, and also point out the mental health response teams that are culturally competent and non-police. Uh, um, and that's something else that they're working on. So I first want to thank you for that. But we're here now to demand um, answers because it's been six months and we just laid Angelo today uh, we just uh, put his ashes in a cemetery here in Antioch where he will always be and um, we can visit him but um, uh, it's six months is a long time not to get any answers and I, I don't think that's reasonable I don't think anyone can think that six months of nothing of complete silence pretty much is something so I wanted to share with you just a few of the other details that we have because we're collecting just what little things we have just to show, you know, that the really the, 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 the all the stuff that's missing. So there's an email from acting chief of police uh, to acting city manager uh, that you may have all seen. It was, you know, uh, uh, requested and given to a newspaper uh, here in Antioch. It was written at 7.07 a.m. on December 24th um, when the family was still outside of the house and they were still ransacking Angelo's room. They were not quite done with it. And it basically said that, um, that they were responding to a medical emergency and that there is no mention of, of any criminal activity. 
It's also clear in the email, it seemed, uh, even seven hours after Angelo was hospitalized, that it seemed from the email that they didn't expect him to live. So think about what that means as far as getting that information already at 7.07 on December 24th, they had this information. Why is it that the spin machine or the, 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 the statements that have been made after that are so different and, and don't agree with that statement? So it's more questions that we have. The paramedic paperwork we're, we're learning now says that he was resisting arrest and was combative, which also doesn't make any, um, doesn't uh, jive with the other statements that have been made. Uh, and certainly what Cassandra was told. And, um, and then um, they've usually said that there was very little force use and they only put a uh, knee to the back, of the, uh, the back for a few seconds. Um, but that doesn't seem to drive with being compatible and having to restrain him. And then hospital records. Uh, keep in mind that we, we were denied access to Angelo's hospital records and to Angelo at the hospital while members of the APD misled and prevented us from learning about his medical condition. As a matter of fact, in, in the paramedic paperwork, there's a note from the police officer to the paramedic saying do not communicate with the family. This is what we have to change. They work together, they cover that form. Um, it's so, a medical record, not the paramedic record. Sorry, that is, uh, she's me. It is a medical record, not a paramedic record. So it means that the police officers uh, instructed the hospital staff not to discuss with the family, which is one of the reasons why it's so difficult for us to get into the hospital and to learn anything about his condition. So I just, um, we wanted to share that. Um, uh, as a matter of fact, in the hospital, it was instructed by Officer Blesdo not to communicate with the family. Um, you know, that's not the America I want to live in. Uh, that is not fair, it's not just, and I don't understand where we're here six months later, and all we've got are the things that they made public to other people um, th th those first few hours. So thank you so much for being out here. Really appreciate the community support. You guys have been wonderful and um, between your support and the changes that we've been able to make, it's what keeps us you know, going forward because it's, it's, so, it's such a difficult situation to have to relive the incident over and over, but you are what makes us move forward. So thank you. Um, again, this is really not about Angelo in many ways. It's about making sure it doesn't happen to other people. Angelo is dead. And he's not coming back. But we don't want other Angelos in the community. Uh, thank you for being here. Buenas tardes. Good afternoon. My name is Diana Collins Fuente. I'm one of Angelo Quintos's aunts. I want to thank you all, first of all, for being here. It, it is really uh, a little bit unreal to be here six months um, after the fact and to realize that there is just so many questions that we have no answers to. As I think all of you know, the family has really been focusing on how do we find ways to move forward. And we have been able to do that at the local level in Antioch with all the support of Antioch local organizers, with the uh, Justice for Angelo Quinto, Justice for All Coalition, um, with the Reimagining Public Safety Coalition, with the work of the Miles Hall Foundation, and with all the local organizers that have already been doing this work and really calling for justice and for transparency, calling for the wall of silence to be broken in Antioch and elsewhere, um, and also calling for an end to the cover-up. Um, as my family has mentioned today, there's a lot of things that we're talking about today. Not all of that is focused on the Antioch Police Department. We are also looking at the District Attorney's Office, and we're looking at the Coroner and Sheriff's Office. And I want to just remind you the things that my family just spoke about. Being denied access 
to Angelo while he's in the hospital, being denied access to information about Angelo and being misled about the status of his condition when the police already knew better. Issuing a felony search warrant for the house for no reason when there was no crime committed. I want to remind us what our good friend David said. Angela was not resisting. Angela was not violent. Angela was not on drugs. There was no reason for any of these things to transpire the way that they did. As my brother mentioned, we had the communication from the acting chief of police to the acting city manager. Again, telling a very different story. We had the paperwork from the paramedics. We had the paperwork from the hospital records. All of them are telling us different stories and we need answers. We're also asking for answers from the coroner's office. Angelo's death certificate was finally provided to the family in April. And still, it lists the cause of death as unknown, pending investigation. Although we, of course, strongly believe that he died from positional asphyxia, we're calling for the final death certificate to be issued. The initial toxicology report from the hospital, which, again, the family was denied access to when they requested it at the hospital, was but, but they were able to see it, and it showed that there was nothing in his system. This report was inexplicably delayed by four months. And yet, when the family finally received the report, it confirmed again, no common drugs, no substances of abuse in his system. Six months after the incident, we are still awaiting the coroner's report, which includes the final autopsy and the final toxicology report. We don't understand why there has been such an extensive delay, even with COVID, as, an ex as a reason or an excuse not to provide us that information. So we call for the release of those results and for the report. To the district attorney's office, we have not received any information about nor communication from the district attorney regarding any investigation and don't know if an investigation is even being carried out. To our knowledge, the public inquest, which is required by Contra Costa County, has not been scheduled and has not happened. The family calls for the release of the results of any and all investigations and for the inquest to be scheduled. I hope that six months from now, we will not find ourselves here uh, again. I hope that six months from now, when we come together to acknowledge the one year anniversary of Angelo's death, we'll be able to come together feeling like we have advanced to a different place in this community and in the larger Bay Area. We all deserve it. We deserve justice. We deserve respect. We, res we deserve peace for ourselves and for our communities. Can't thank you enough for being here. become eulogies because what the poet sees is mothers hold rosaries mama went overseas where cops can imprudently kill with impunity and still be on duty qualified immunity means free to kill at will to take liberties with taking lives to literally live life to terrorize to fake chivalry for bigotry trading in to protect and to serve her knees at the neck or the spine at the curb but what it is that I most despise Is the audacity of those authorized to punish the police 
the nerve they have asking a grieving family to publicly call for peace. The embers are glowing, the city's exploding, the numbers of people keeps growing and going, and as it should. If the cops took my son, I'd burn all that I could. The embers are glowing, the city's exploding, the numbers of people keeps growing and going, and as it should. Cause if the cops killed my son, goddammit, I'd burn down all that I could. Cause when will they learn if they never get burned? When have they learned when we don't let it burn? When will we learn that it's finally our turn? I want us all to reflect just a minute on all that it took just to get one convicted. We voted, we won, but we still lost the Senate. Turns out it don't matter who we got elected. We rallied, retweeted, we let it get heated. We called out this country and the whole world had heated. No matter how filthy, nor hilly or chilly, millions had marched in hundreds of cities just to find a single U.S. cop guilty of a murder we all watched on Instagram. Rodney King, Philando Castile, and Sandra Bland. Ask if it mattered, there was video and dash cams. Now the best version of me believes in abolition. But the mother in me needs to see them rot in prison. And my spirit's at peace with these contradictions. Cause I ain't the killer who needs a conviction. For Bella and Robert, Diana, Cassandra, for Dante and Oscar, Ayana, Brianna. We're growing our roster and we're getting stronger. No more tax dollars for very much longer. For Bella and Robert, Diana, Cassandra. For Dante and Oscar, Ayana, Brianna. We're growing our roster and we're getting stronger. No more tax dollars for very much longer. Welcome back to Full Circle, your cultural affairs radio magazine right here on 94.1 KPFA and kpfa.org. I am still your host tonight, Free Will and Franklin, and that song you just heard was For Bella and Robert Diana Cassandra, and it was performed by Faith Santilla. It's off the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All EP that was released by Beat Rock Records. Before the music break, we heard more sounds from the speak out at the Antioch Police Department that was held this past Wednesday, June 23rd. The speak out was put together by the family of Angelo Quinto, who is frustrated now at the six-month mark of their son's passing at the hands of the Antioch Police. It seems, as in many cases, the police are not forthcoming with the evidence to the family, and they brought their frustrations to the streets the day they laid their son's ashes at the Antioch Cemetery. We're going to go back now to the speak out and hear some more from the participants. Coming up next will be one of the attorneys representing the family of the John Burris legal team. His name is Ben Niesenbaum. After that, we'll hear from Antioch elected officials. We'll hear Antioch City Council District 1 representative Tamisha Torres-Walker as she accepts the demands of the Quinto family. After that, we'll hear from the mayor himself of Antioch, Lamar Thorpe, and we'll close out with one of the rally organizers and Justice for Angelo, Justice for All Coalition members, Pat Rasila. All right. I'm Ben Nissenbaum. My office, the office of John Burris, represents the Quinto family. It's been six months. 
We've asked for information. We haven't gotten any information from the police. They've released a little bit of information publicly, and that's it. But I'll say this. December 23rd, 2020 is a day that will live in infamy in Antioch. It will live in infamy because that is the day that Antioch police officers killed Angelo Quinto by restraining him to death. And that's what happened. We've had an independent coroner we've retained, the family has retained. He's reviewed the case, he's reviewed the evidence. It is clear that this was an asphyxiation case, a restraint asphyxia case. We'll be filing a lawsuit in about two weeks demonstrating that. Now, what I will say, you know, you've heard that, that a felony search warrant was issued for the home of the Quitos, for Angelo's home. Honestly, that felony search warrant should have been issued for this building behind us. There was a crime committed, but not by Mr. Quinto. It was committed by the police. And we're going to hold them accountable. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, and thank you to the family, you know, like for sharing with us, the family and friends and attorney. And so now that we've heard from the family, friends and attorney, we would like to invite Tamisha Torres Walker the council member who's in charge of, of the Antioch part of the Antioch part of Angelo's where he lived, right? It's district one. District one, thank you. Right district here. one. This is district one. This is district one. And so we want to invite Tamisha to be able to respond to this breaking of silence and this call for action. I wanna say it's not good to see everybody today. We should not be here. Angelo Quinto should still be alive and with his family. First event I attended, I stayed quiet and in the background because this is not about me and this is not political. This is about what's moral and what's right. And what have been right would have been if Angelo's family would have gotten the support and resources that they needed to keep their family whole and keep Angelo alive and with his family. I was just elected to this position. I'm not new to police brutality and state-sanctioned violence or community violence. We're neighbors. These are my neighbors. I'm not just their elected official. We live around the corner from each other. I walked my granddaughter past their home many times before I found out that Angelo was killed in that very home. And yes, I say killed. This police department needs to be held accountable. I know that that is not politically correct to say as an elected official, but I'm gonna tell you today that we need to dismiss politics and we need to hold people accountable, especially those that we pay to protect and serve us in our community. Our tax dollars were spent to put Angelo Quinto in the ground and that should be unacceptable. I also know that the Antioch Police Officers Association said that the Angelo Quinto family were liars. Ooh. Ooh. 
Well, I'd rather be called a liar telling the truth than to be covering up the truth with lies. So I'm clear that this is not going to be popular for me, and it's not about what's popular today. We need to quit investing in these morally bankrupt systems. We need to hold the district attorney's office accountable for collaborating with corrupt police departments and not charging those who should be held accountable in these instances. We will continue to pass policy in this city. I'm hoping that my peers on the city council will ban positional asphyxia and chokeholds in this city. And that will still not be enough because we need to hold bad actors accountable. This police chief said that he cares about the safety of the community, the image of the community, but we continue to hire police officers in this city that commit murder and harm to our community members. And we need to put a stop to that today. I supported the district attorney, Diana Beckton and her run, and I will say, Hold these police officers accountable. Start an investigation. Let that investigation lead to a guilty verdict for this murder, because it is murder. And yes, serving a search warrant on a family for of a dead man is despicable. And somebody needs to be held accountable for that. And we should figure out who that is. And I will say to our chief, a lot of people had confidence in you until today. Thank you. Let's give another round of applause for Tamisha Torres Walker. I would vote for Tamisha again, right? Like, I think it's important to acknowledge that she's coming out here with lots of courage and she's putting her political career on the line to say these things. And so I just wanna be mindful that like, that's huge and that's a lot of courage and we gotta support Tamisha moving forward as well to be able to speak her truth. And so, yes, exactly, she does know the truth and thank you for that. Um, I'd like to. Um, I'd like to add another person to our speaking um, guild right now, right? Um, we're going to have the mayor of Antioch also share his thoughts and responses to our calls for action. Thank you. Well, good evening, everybody. <laughs> it's. Uh, you know, I want to say it's good to be here, but it's not good to be here. And uh, I love this job. I love being your, I love being your mayor. I, I really do love being your mayor. One of the most challenging things about being the mayor is that sometimes you have to put your arms around women who have lost their children, irrespective of their age, irrespective of how, whether it was through gun violence, they were hit by a car, or because they were lost in police custody. And I hate every minute of that because please believe me that I go to sleep hearing the voice of Cassandra Quinto Collins. I hear her voice 
I hear her voice when I wake up in the morning. And that's why we've been committed in this city since day one. Since day one, when I put my arms around you, we've been committed to police reform. We have the body cameras. We have the dash cams. We have it. We are creating an independent oversight committee commission. And we have a temporary one that's being run by Tamisha Torres Walker. There's still a lot more work to be done, and, I, and I, recognize, I recognize that. Believe me, I recognize that. There's still more work to do with our hiring practices. I see that. We've got to get more prescriptive. I understand that. I know what happened the other day uh, as it relates to um, some of our most recent hires. We're going to fix it. We're going to fix it. Uh, and I'm saying that publicly, some people won't like it, but we're going to fix it uh, because it's unacceptable. Should not have happened. So we're still committed as a city to continue to support the Quinto family and finding the answers that they need. Tamisha talked about that. But we're also committed to making sure that your police department is accountable to you, not themselves. To you, not themselves. Because for a long time, a lot of these departments have just bred this culture of we're not accountable to anybody and we're kind of separate from the city. We operate independently of one another. We go there, get our budgets, they stamp them, and that's that, and nobody asks any question. Damn it, those days are over because you, I can guarantee you the city manager today had a lot of questions to answer from me about our most recent hire. We're going to continue asking those questions because it's the right thing to do. And yes, it's political. I would disagree with my colleague. It is political because politics is about power and who holds it. Well, in this city, the people have the power. Of course it's political. So we're still working on these reforms. We've got a lot more work to do in, in July, at the end of July. Please know we're working tirelessly to ensure people have justice. But I know it's not an easy road. It's, yeah, and we're constantly being told to just wait. We're not waiting, but it is a slow process, but we're not waiting. We're gonna get there, and I hope that we get to a place, I hope that we get to a place where, where this isn't happening, but instead we're celebrating each other for the relationships that we have to have with the people in this building, because we have to have those relationships in order to, have, to make sure our communities are safe. We have to. And that means we also have to ensure that you're engaged. That's why Tabisha and I are on this uh, community-led violence solutions committee, making sure that you're engaged in that same process as well. Because not all the answers come from this building, not all the answers come from City Hall, they can come from you as well. So I wanna thank everybody for being here this evening indulging me and my colleague for a little bit. And please just, the only thing I can ask you is to continue to keep us in prayer because this is hard work. This isn't easy. <laughs> We're constantly being dragged through the mud and I'm laughing, not laughing because I think it's funny laughing because I just have no other way to, to express this. But we're constantly 
dragged through the mud just to just because we want to do the right thing. Just because we want to do the right thing. And and I'm sorry that anybody would call you liars. I apologize for that. That's wrong. It's not acceptable by anybody, and especially by any uniformed police officer representing the city of Antioch. I want to thank everybody for being here today. Thank you to the Quinto family. Thank you, David. This dude is amazing right here. David, thank you for keeping me engaged in this process. Thank you so much. Thank you, Mayor Thorpe. Thank you for standing with the family and really fighting on the inside, you know, fighting on the inside against all the lies that have been told. So we're gonna close out today um, with one of my colleagues over at Justice for Angelo Quinto, Justice for All Coalition. Um, please welcome Pat Rosella. Hey, what up y'all? Magandang gabi sa lahat. Uh, good evening, everybody. My name is Pat Rosella. I'm with the Justice for Angelo Quinto, Justice for All Coalition. So it's been six months. Um, and we've been working alongside the family, um, Angelo's family, for the last six months um, in the pursuit of justice. A lot of the chaos that has been happening around this country with the killings of black and brown folks all over the country, from George Floyd to Breonna Taylor, to Roger Allen in Daly City, and even Angelo Quinto here in, in Antioch. And then to hear that Antioch police wants to call the Quinto family liars, that makes my blood boil and makes me very indignant as to understand how this family who lost their son, who are just trying to ask for the right thing to get the information sent out to them, to know what happened to their son in the final moments when the police took his life from him, are being called liars by the Antioch Police Department. That does not sit right with me. It shouldn't sit right with anyone here tonight. And this should further light the fire for us to continue to organize our communities because of killings like this that constantly happen. So in closing out tonight, we just wanted to reiterate a few of the demands that um, the family is calling for, right? So in this process, we wanna make sure that um, you know, we, we know Antioch police are culpable for killing Angelo Quinto. One simple thing, be transparent. Give us the information, give the family the information. They wanna know what happened to him in the end. I don't get why you gotta keep six months why you got to keep them waiting for six months? They should have had that information like that. Number two, we want folks to continue to support the banning of the knee to neck hold. And we want folks to push for a resolution of a vote at the council meeting for the city of Antioch to ensure that this knee to neck um, hold all this positional asphyxia that's being conducted against uh, innocent people is banned. Yeah. Folks shouldn't be um, put into that position. And then lastly, 
in terms of uh, the family's demands, we also want to make sure that we continue to push for the state-level legislation for the passing of the Angelo Quinto Act, AB 490, for the ban on positional asphyxia, and also for the push for AB 988, the Miles Hall Lifeline Act, to ensure that mental health crisis response statewide is enacted in culturally relevant ways to ensure that it's not, it's, it's really people who have the expertise to ensure that these people who are undergoing mental health crises because of things like the pandemic, because of rising unemployment, because of them not being able to have livable wages, we want them to be able to be supported by their own community. And calling the police isn't necessarily the way to do that. Lastly, the only way that we're going to push this and beyond these legislations, beyond these acts, is to continue to organize, organize, organize. Yes. There are different people from different neighborhood associations. There are different organizations that are out here today. And like I said at the beginning of the chat, how are we going to get it? People power. We have to organize ourselves. We organize ourselves. We stop things like this from happening to people like Angelo Quinto. We stop these things from happening to people in the neighborhoods, in the working class neighborhoods, for poor people, black people, brown people who are suffering because of this system that refuses to let them breathe because of the way that the systemic violence continues to be imposed on them, whether it's through the hands of the police or whether it's through not being able to have the economic livelihood to support themselves and their families. So from there, again, organize, organize, organize. There's a hell of people here from different organizations. Let's continue to build. Let's continue to, you know, let, it's simple. Or, organizing is very simple. Let's build, let's exchange contacts. Let's make these plans. You know, we might be from all over, um, the Bay Area in California, but what happens in places, uh, what, what happens in one city also happens in another, and that is why we must continue to organize. So we'll go ahead and finish it off, and I say, justice for Angelo. Y'all say, justice for all. Justice for Angelo. 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 Justice for all. And that brings us to the end of tonight's show. Remember to check out our website, kpfaapprentice.org, just after the show tonight for all the links and information related to tonight's show, including links to all the songs we featured tonight and the Justice for Angelo Quinto pages. Shout out to the Quinto family and all the members of the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All Coalition. And one final shout out for the Full Circle crew, our executive producer is Miss M. Joy Moore is our production consultant. And me, Freewell and Franklin. I am the technical director for this show, Full Circle. And I have also been your host tonight. Thanks for listening, everyone. And remember, while you're out there, please protect your health and also your humanity. And stay tuned to KPFA. Coming up next is Londa Bajita. And as we go out, we'll hear one last track off the Justice for Angelo, Justice for All EP. This is Light by Ruby Ibarra.